rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That's nice. Hello, hello. You are listening to Center of the Sun, your favorite culture, society, and science podcast. It's Sunday. Thank you for listening. First off, I want to ask you to subscribe, rate, and review my show. This is the sixth episode, and I'm trying to make this bitch pop off. I'm trying to make this bitch pop off while I'm in D.C. this week um, for work. Thank you again for listening. If you're in D.C., hit me up at Centrasun21 on Twitter. Um, Because I'm giving you nine things today, nine answers, rather, to your questions that explain why being a Leo is the best sign. Yeah, I'm going there. Um, Because I'm tired of the slander. And it also ties into my bigger point that I'm going to make later in the episode today about how it all connects Um, because as you know I'm a very open and uh, what do I want to say eclectic man when it comes to science and understanding our bodies and stuff like that so I'm always looking for a connection because I know there's one there so I'm going to drink my coffee hazelnut creamer, thank you Walmart this episode is brought to you no I'm just playing (laughs) I better not stoop low for fucking hazelnut creamer. When I'm doing ads, when I do ads, I'm only doing stuff that doesn't have high fructose corn syrup in it. Anyway, I'm drinking my coffee again. And um, this week I I was thinking of a topic to do. And I actually, I pre-recorded something that I actually forget what I recorded, but I know it makes sense. It all ties together because that's the kind of person that I am. I'm the kind of person that like I'll do things for myself for the future and not realize what I'm doing yet um, until the time comes. I'm like, oh, that's why I was doing that the whole time. And I didn't really and I just do things. That's just growing up being a Baptist. You just do things just because you're supposed to, not because you have to. And I was actually thinking about that today because um, that has stopped. 
I no longer do things that I no longer want to do or and I definitely don't go places I don't want to be. That's been a driving force for my life, especially as a black man. Oh, I'm out of breath. Just thinking about it. Just It's just so much to, to juggle identity wise. So one of the biggest things about our identities where I'm from is your horoscope and your zodiac. And what sign are you? And I've always been a Leo. So I don't know. And honestly, I know zero about the fucking, excuse me. I know zero about the Zodiac. And I was raised so religious that I'm pretty sure it's, we, it was all wrapped up in a witchcraft. So nine answers to questions your ass has about Leo's. And, and, and that probably might explain why we're so ridiculous. Um, and it might give you a little bit more insight about how to interact with us because we're actually really easy to get along with. But everyone's so afraid of us in terms of our big personality, our fire sign, um, that they we get a bad rap. But I bought a book, bitch. <laughs> I bought a book, the only astrology book you'll ever need. That's literally what it's called. Let me, let me pull it up. I have it on Google Play. Play.google.com. Google Play. In my books. I hate Google Play books, but for some reason I used to buy them. I bought them through through this, through some thing. They have the worst e-reader like ever, but I bought the book here. I have like five books here. And I'm not getting rid of them. Like how else do you get rid of them? You can't. You bought a book forever. So... I bought this book, the only astrology book you'll ever need, and it talks, and it really breaks it down. I love it. It's by this woman named Joanne Martine Wool, Woolfold, like Woolfold as in, as, as, as I'm phonetically saying it, Wool, as in Wool Sweater, Fold as in Dollar Bill, but, uh, Bill Fold. But she breaks it down in houses and the ascendants and the birth chart and the blah, blah, blah. And basically what I got from the book was that... Like your fingerprint, you, the minute you're born and the location you're born is your birth chart. Your birth chart is unique to your, who you are, because no longer, not ever in that, no, unless we, unless science is really advanced beyond my comprehension, I really don't understand it, but unless two people can be born at the same time in the same exact place, that's when the rule goes out the window. But other than that, everyone has a unique birth chart. So the composition of the stars and the heavenly bodies at the time at which I was born can't happen any other time because that minute has passed. So it probably can get down into milliseconds. And the way that you, we talk about gravity and how the moons and the bodies and the heavenly bodies interact with each other. And I was watching the other day supernovas and, you know, all over the science channel. I love the science channel on cable learn about supernovas and black holes and literally what do you think is at the fucking center of every sun bitch it's a black hole no pun intended just gonna leave that one right there nine nine answers to questions that explain why leo is the best astrology sign number one this question i get a lot who are leos compatible with okay you want to know the answer it's simple everybody bitch are you compatible with us? That's the problem. You need to get yourself together before you come over here because our light's not going to dim for you. 
Now, our, our light can encompass you, yeah, but it will not um, diminish for your comfort. Often, we are socialized as children to shut up, sit down, get quiet, raise your hand, ask, say yes or no, whichever the thing is, but be direct, you know, precision of language. Wait your turn. Fuck that. All of it. We're compatible with anybody. Our superpower is our ability to compartmentalize everything and navigate everything. Well, that's mine anyway. And I think that's the power of a lot of people. We're compatible with everybody because everybody's attracted to us. So we have to be compatible. And the moment we're not compatible is everyone else crying. (laughs) Like, literally, I can't take it. Like, half the time, I'm like, I don't understand why you're so upset. Because I'm over here just chilling, drinking my coffee. So, who are Leo men compatible with? Everybody. If you're having a hard time with the Leo person, I'm not entirely sure it's our fault. Sorry. And that's not me being Leo. Get your self-care together. Second question. How do Leo men apologize? Oh, God. Uh, We don't. Um, I wore, well, okay, let me stop being so, so generalizing about everything. So we apologize, but not for like the dumbest stuff. We don't apologize in vain. Leo men, if you do apologize in vain, Leo men, you need to stop right now. I'm telling you that right the fuck now. I was always raised. You don't apologize for shit. You don't, you're not sorry for. So if I'm being authentic and I make a decision from my neurons and my synapses say yes or no or whatever it is happens and I make a decision good or bad I own it and if you get an apology out of me I fucked up for real and I didn't realize I was fucking up but I don't say sorry for things that I do on purpose <laughs> so if, if I killed your dog I would never apologize to you because I did it on purpose if I stepped on your toe if I was being petty I would never apologize because I was petty on purpose. If I made if I made fun of your mom or something, yeah. If I did that shit on purpose, I'm not apologizing for it. And that's how I live my life. And actually, it actually helps me because it stops me from talking behind people's back. Because when you're authentic in perpetuity, there's nothing to hide. So then I don't have to fix a lie later. Duh. Next question... Uh, how do Leo men flirt? Interesting. Because I don't flirt, but I do with everyone. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Like, I don't consciously do anything. I'm just a laughable. I'm, I'm, I'm affable. I'm laughable. Yeah, laugh me off the stage. I'm affable. People connect with me well. I build rapport easily. Um... I smile a lot. I whiten my teeth just to smile, just because I know I'm going to be smiling so hard. I can't help it. How do Leo men flirt? Well, we flirt with everyone, or that's at least the perception that people always think I'm flirting with them. I'm like, I literally just like your shirt, but okay. <laughs> but it goes from, oh my God, because I have 3,500 questions to ask you anyway. So, yeah, if if I'm going to be like, yeah, I like your shirt, I'm going to follow up with this follow up question. Where'd you get it from? How much was it? Um, What, you know, and if whatever else is endearing about the shirt, I will ask you in the moment and make you seem like you're the center of the world because that's how I interact with people. 
That's how you're supposed to do utility. You're supposed to look people in the eye. You're supposed to be precise with your language. You're supposed to make contact with them in some way. I'm not a touchy-feely person, but I might shake your hand or some shit. But I don't mean I'm flirting with you. But that's a gift and a curse, I guess. Just, oh, not all of us are made to... Some of us just have the burden of being pretty. You know, it is what it is. Um, I'm just playing. No, but people really treat me like, like that. It's a privilege being light-skinned, I guess. I'll take it over being what they just did to fucking Nicki Minaj and Kim Kimball in the fucking L magazine. Just assuming, oh God, the world is so fucked up. I feel bad for Kim Kimball because I always, I always heard her name everywhere. I've heard her name ev- everywhere. I just never saw her face because I don't have any hair. So I don't really give a fuck really. But I always heard, oh, this woman met Kim Kimball. She met Kim Kimball. She worked with Kim Kimball. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I thought it was like, um, I was thinking, um, a gospel singer, honestly. I didn't... She sounded like a, a black lady, but she sounded like a black lady with, like, a strong soprano. Uh, but no, she has a strong brush game, a strong edges game, uh, Kim Kimball, that is. And then she's dark-skinned, too, so all these people on Twitter were like, um, oh, Nicki Minaj is so bad. Because when I saw the image of Nicki Minaj on the front of Elle, promoting her upcoming album, Queen... Uh, a day before my birthday, it's it's released the day before my birthday. I'm just not going to say what day it is um, because she might change it again. So, um, but not, no, no, no shade. Now that Beyonce's project is out, now I see the reason. Um, of course, you're going to push it back. Of course. <laughs> Excuse me, but anyway, the whole image of Kim Kimball and Nicki Minaj on the cover of Elle or whatever page of Elle it was, because I actually don't, I don't seek information just because it's being talked about. I'm like. I'm already tired of it by the time it's on Twitter. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo. But um, the association with whiteness in my life has benefited me. And I see uh, my proximity to whiteness has benefited me. And I see how other people, their anti-blackness comes out. Because that's a really big part of my upbringing was like making sure I was not anti-black. Because I, I was adopted. I was different. I was, I was always um, lighter than everybody, whatever. Because people always be like, oh, you, you have good hair, this and that. Good hair that's fallen out. Oh, you have light skin. Light skin that is unbearably dry all the time. And I have to fucking blather myself with coconut oil. I don't see the goodness <laughs> in the mixed up jeans. I don't, the only thing, but I did get a really good set of teeth, though. I will say that. No braces. I have every one of my teeth and my wisdom teeth. Imagine that. Imagine that shit. Anyway, I don't even know how I got on that topic, but how do you know a Leo man is in love? You don't, because just like I said earlier, we love our hearts are on our sleeve. We love with every fiber of our being, even if it's stupid, even if we don't feel like we should be doing it. Just like this beat in the background, like you love it, don't you? Uh, you do now because you're listening to it, bitch. But anyway, how do I know I'm in love? Because I told you. Like I said earlier, I try to I try to live and often live often authentically. Excuse me, I can't speak. Try to live authentically, and one of the things about love is that when I sit, just like sorry. Um, I don't say sorry if I don't mean it. If we get to the point where romance is involved and I'm talking about love in a romantic setting, 
if I'm talking about love and it's in a romantic setting, just like sorry, if you get me to utter those words, I think you got. I think you. I think you've won. Which is which is fun. Which is fine. <laughs> because as as easily as I fall in love is as easily as I fall out of love, and that's. I think people forget that part. N has the opposite, and I don't. Oh God, I'm like burping this fucking coffee. I don't want to um, teach you words, but. Yeah, how do you know a man is in love? Because a Leo man is in love because a Leo man told you he's in love. How do you know the Leo man is not in love? He probably stopped telling you he loved you. I'm just going to move along. Number five, why do Leo men pull away? Um, let me answer this for you. Um, that's probably how you know he's out of love. And it's not a dis- it's not a, a way we're not pulling away intentionally. We are probably just being distracted by something else. So I always have to. One of the things that I've learned in working in research is that structure. I have to give myself a little bit of structure. So when it's time to regroup. Or when I need to get back on track, or if I've had enough fun, I always have somewhere to come back to. So are we pulling away? No. Well, sir, we might be pulling away, but pulling away is is very normal. Um, You should expect someone to come back when they pull away. Are we always pulling away? No, because we may just be distracted by something else. So just talk. Talk to us. What is distracting you? And if we tell you we love you believe it if we um say nothing or whatever if we give you a bad answer you might want to run for the hills um when because once we're being sneaky and stuff that's a rare form i say because there's no there's no point in being sneaky (laughs) because everyone already knows all of our flaws and expects us to do it so it's like well then i guess i'll just be myself or do what the fuck i want because everyone already makes the assumption anyway um do Leo men cheat? Um, no. We prefer to break up. Of course, everyone cheats. Do Leo men want to cheat or do they have an affinity for cheating? No, because there's the, what's the fucking point? That, that's a lot of work. I like to have fun. Cheating ain't fun. Cheating is a lot of lying. It's a lot of anxiety. So I'm going to keep your ass at a distance. We would never be close in the first place. That's the thing. That's what I don't get about other signs. Like, why would you get close to somebody anyway if you weren't truly wanted to feel close with them? So do men, do Leo men cheat? No, we prefer to break up and move on and keep you happy. Keep everyone happy. What's that you feel? You feel a force? I feel a Leo force. Is there a Leo near me right now? Most likely. Literally every time. So when I meet people in, in public, the people I fuck with the most, guess what sign they are? Because I, I literally always ask because it's actually intrigued me over the past years. Like, hey, there might be something to this historical, historical horoscope astrology thing. Is there a Leo near me right now? Maybe. If you feel like there's a strong Leo force around you, a fire and shut up in your bones force around you he, he might be a Leo what time frame are Leos born in which 
which time frame? I'm gonna I'm gonna Google. Hey Google. Hey Siri. Which in which time frame are Leos born? Leos born. All right, Google. What date should a Leo? Oh no, that's not it. July 23rd to August 22nd. I was born dead in the middle. Let's see what the book says though. Because I already see, so I just do like a light Google Google about Leo horoscopes. Weaknesses, arrogant, stubborn, self-centered. I find those to be actually very endearing traits. So fuck you. There ain't nothing wrong with being arrogant. You have a problem with arrogance. Don't put that shit on me. So let's talk about our sun sign. Sun sign, Leo. Leo, July 22nd to August 22nd. July 23rd to August 22nd, excuse me. Princess Diana was a Leo. George Bush was a Leo. Fuck George Bush, though. Fuck him. What else? Who else was a Leo? Uh, Meryl Streep was a Leo. Is is a Leo. Hmm, bitch. Sylvester Stallone, Ringo Starr, bitch. Randy Jackson. Jean-Jacques Rousseau was a Leo. I thought they said Francois Sagat, you know, the porn star. Um, nope, that doesn't say Ross Perot. I think he was like a presidential candidate at some. Oh, Nelson Mandela, bitch, Leo. Lindsay Lohan, Leo. Who else? Derek Jeter, Leo. Frida Kahlo, Leo. She my bitch. Alexander the Great. I don't know nothing about it, but he a Leo. Louis Armstrong. W. Bill. Bill Cosby's a Leo. Rapey ass bitch. Tom Cruise a Leo. Yay, Princess Diana of Wales. Wait. Oh, she must have been the... Oh, that's why she's a princess of Wales. I just got the Duchess Princess thing like last week. Harrison Ford is a Leo. Congratulations. Who else? Tom Hanks. Ooh. uh, And the Queen, Lena Horne. Yes, come through. So... Leo men, Leo, uh, so their duality is masculine. I have no idea what that means. Their, tris- their triplicity is fire. Their quadruplicity is fixed. Leo is enthusiastic, powerful, expansive and creative, generous, extravagant, dogmatic and fixed in opinion. I think those are pretty good. Fixed in opinion. Well, not on this show because we're possibilians on this show. But fixed an opinion to the degree that I'm fixed. Yes, definitely. The sun, the center of our solar system. A star that burns with intense fire and supplies it with light. Ooh. Who supplies us with light, heat, and energy. In astrology, the sun is the most powerful planetary influence bestowing vitality and authority. That's one of the things that I've learned about being a man, especially a Leo man. Authority. People expect you to be authoritative in times where you're just like, I just want to fucking work. God, I don't want to be authority. The authority, but that's how people view you. So you have to, that's a cross you bear. Whatever, fuck it. Um, the symbolism of Leo. Another reason why I really enjoy being a Leo is a lion. Such a regal animal. Uh, brave, dominating, sometimes indolent. And of course, Leos and lions possess nobility and pride. Pride. 
Now, that's a deadly sin, but you know what? Not to a Leo. Pride is our secret weapon. That's the one thing that you can't... That's my one kryptonite. You can you can do everything else, but one thing you should not ever do is hurt my pride because I'm petty. Petty boots. Petty, petty, petty boots. Our dominant keyword is I will. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Leo is the sign that governs pleasure and creativity. Natives of Leo. Oh, I'm quoting the book. The only astrology book you'll ever need by Joanna Martin Wolfold. Leo is the sign that governs pleasure and creativity. Natives of Leo look for what they can get out of their out of life for themselves and tend to dominate others. It goes on to say Aquarius, Leo's opposite sign, is the sign of hopes and wishes and the higher aspirations of mankind. Aquarian people are concerned with larger ideals, humanitarian concepts, and are, and are more impersonal and aloof in their relationships. So, our lucky day is what? Sunday. Hey. Magical birthstone is ruby, which protects you against physical energy, ensures faithfulness, brings the wearer serenity of mind. Our colors are golden orange. Come through the magnetic colors of the sun. So, um, oh, and our gold, our metal, guess what our metal is? It's gold. Yes, 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 yes. And we're ruled by felines. So, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, these are nine, you know, just nine little touch points for you. Uh, they kind of answer a few of your questions for why, why I think the Leo is the best sign in this, in the Zodiac. It's very important to share with your children and your loved ones that, uh, Sometimes negatives can also be assets in people's personality. We all have a role to play in the Zodiac. And um, and uh, honestly, I don't know anything else about anyone else's sign. So if you know anything about your own sign um, and you want to give uh, me a few reasons to like you because I currently don't know anything about it uh, because Leos are self-centered clearly and i'm not not increasing my knowledge about your side i'm just not doing it but i do want to direct you to my favorite astrologist naimanu naimanu naima naimanu naiman well i'm looking it up naimanu i'm just gonna google it i'm gonna partial google it um i'm gonna naimanu Horoscope. I'm just gonna just I'm gonna butcher it because that's what Google, that's what Google is for. Come on, Google. No, Naimanu James, Naimanu Manu, Manu James, something like that. I can't remember. Yes, Naimanu James. So my okay. I'm gonna spell it. N as in Nancy, A as in Apple, I as in Isaac, M as in Mom, O as in Ocean, N as in Nancy, U as in Unicorn, last name James, NaimanuJames.com, my favorite astrologer. And the one, the uh, update about the solar eclipse changed my life, literally, 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 last fall oh god Oof. but anyway let me read the horoscope that was most recently composed for leo naimanu james 
Come on, I have to scroll through everybody else's to find mine. So place your hands on your sides and begin to deepen your inhales until you can feel the insides of your body expanding into your hands. Continue this breath and begin to expand into your belly, lungs, and chest. After a few more rounds, expand your breath to include the back of your heart and upper back. Breathe in every direction. Feel your torso expand like a globe. She goes on to, uh, or uh, the writer of the port of the website goes on to talk about that willpower and integrity are key during this horoscope reading. And the willpower, quote, the willpower to hold yourself accountable and the integrity to show up as your wiser self every day, even when you are tested, even when you feel your ability to draw people to you and hold them within the palm of your hand. Let me read that again because that didn't make sense to me the first time I read it. Willpower and integrity are key. Didn't I say that? Authenticity and perpetuity. Um, fastness of our thoughts are the steadfastness of our thoughts, the willpower to hold ourselves accountable and the integrity to show up as one's wiser self every day, even when we're tested. And even when we feel our ability to draw people into our hand and hold them, our integrity and our pride and our legacies are the only thing that's keeping us, keeping us, keeping our hearts together. That's why we're so vain, because we have to be. (laughs) The power is not something, quote, the power is not something to deny or shy away from. Or on the contrary, if you're brave enough to acknowledge the brilliance of your light, you'll begin to use it for maximum good. You are the center of the sun, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't it cool to think if you start thinking of yourself in like a bigger way, think of yourself as light, as particles of light or as water, but we're light. We're a fire sign is what it is or whatever sign we are. Mm. Yeah. Being a Leo's lit and I don't have, and it's funny because everyone is so worried about Leo's. Well, hopefully this helps you now. Uh, um, a message from our sponsor. <laughs> this message is brought to you by uh, Ray Flying Insect Spray because last night, bitch, I was laying in my bed around 4 a.m. because I can't sleep ever. Um, no, I've just been on this rolling sleep schedule and I hear this pitter patter of this motherfucking moth last night and um, I got attacked by a moth in my bed. Uh, so I have been running for this moth for like four days around my house. And apparently moths are nocturnal because I didn't see that bitch during the day, not once. But as soon as um, I laid my head down, I started hearing a little pitter patter of, mo- of that multiple wing ass, demon ass bitch. Um, last night I was laying in my bed around 4 a.m. I was attacked by a moth. And then so I got up. Um, I got a, I got a, I had to move my bed a little bit to see where the moth went. It kept pitter pattering around. I think it was dying. It was running around my house all day at night for three days, three, four days. And it was at least, I trapped it in the bathroom one night. One night it was trapped in the kitchen. The next night it was in the bathroom. The other night I didn't see it. And then finally on the fourth night, on the fourth day of Christmas, that ugly bitch came around my fucking head where I was sleeping. And, um, I had to, um... 
and I was freaking out uh, at first because I was like, fuck, I lost that bitch. Because you know how moths, they go around, because they're really attracted to light, really, to the fluorescent light. So turn off the light, try to, di- try to divert the moth somewhere else. Lost the moth. Smart-ass moth, right? I was like, what did I uh, buy last year? Because I don't fuck with um, gnats and stuff. And... Um, well, I had it years ago, and then my ex-boyfriend, he stole it, and then I bought it again last year and then didn't even use it because I didn't go outside last year because I was too busy having threesomes. But uh, anyway, brought to you by Ray because when I finally realized that I had this flying insect spray, I was like, fuck yeah, bitch, but I don't want to kill myself in my sleep, so I can't spray it everywhere. And I can't spray it, like, in my bed, so I got to, like, spray it away f- somewhere else because it's, like, actually toxic. Um, so I got attacked by the moth, uh, moved on my shit, got my pillows out the way, everything out the way, got the flying insect spray, lost the moth. So I was like, you know what? A moth ain't going to bite me anyway, but I sleep with, sleep with my mouth open. So I was like, but you're not going to get in these in this chomper, bitch. So um, I left the flying insect spray by the bed. Got back in bed, fixed my sheets and stuff. I couldn't find the moth. I'm like, what the fuck kind of moth is this little little ninja ass moth? For, uh, lost the moth again. Uh, moved my stuff. Got back in bed. It was a smooth like hour. I was in bed again because I was up because because then Beyonce dropped an album, and then I was like, fuck. And then that's another story. I'm so mad at Beyonce. It's not even funny. But I got the moth. No, I heard the moth come back out. So it opened its little 14 wings back up, pitter-pattered its way right back out. Because I left the little the, my side lamp on like I had it prior. Because I was turning on the off the lights to see if it was attracted to different sources of light. So put my broom back to how I was, lay back in bed, just like how I was. That moth came back out, wrote Raider's ugly head. But I was ready, bitch. Grab that raid. Grab that raid and sprayed the fuck out of that moth it didn't kill on contact though it got away so it it hit in my pants and my dress pants that I was gonna wear to DC but I guess I'm not wearing them anymore because I just very right all over them and then um it moved around it was dying though but I needed it to drop dead immediately because so I could stop spraying it um and then once it was incapacitated finally I smacked it with a fucking slipper four day battle ended by raid this is actually not sponsored by raid but um that's my testimony this sunday morning um yeah i'm pissed about a lot of things i haven't had my coffee yet so i'm like half awake but i was like well why don't i make an ad for raid everybody else doing ads 20 minute ads over talk space and all this other kind of bullshit I can't wait till I start selling ads, though. So I can quit this goddamn job. Shit. Shit. Gotta go to work tomorrow. But good thing about jobs is that they pay for you to go on trips. Yeah, bitch. Per diem, bitch. All right. More to come. My shadow is the fount from which I gather my creativity. One by one, I bend down to pluck the flowers grown from the dirt and shame. It gives me my edge and sets me apart from everyone and everything. My shadow encompasses the experiences that hurt, pushed, squeezed, loved, hated, insulted, and damaged me. 
It forced me and proved that everything, even in a state of disarray, that I am perfection. Not in a utopian sense, but perfect in the cosmic sense that everything that is here has always been here and will always be. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. I cannot be recreated or destroyed. My divinity lives in my shadow. You like that? <laughs> that was called politics. How you feeling today? Well, hear me out. I was asleep one night after work, right? And probably like way too early, but fuck it. I was intoxicated. So, um, like I drink like a high, like I drink like a, like a tall boy after work sometimes. Not too much. It's, it's just like enough. And then I like, you know, watch TV, whatever. And then before I fell asleep, I remember like turning on the history channel or something like that to watch ancient aliens. My favorite, like one of my favorite shows. And, um, I like that show because it always clarifies that they are just talking about theories and I find it exciting to think about like all the th different stuff I, I was sheltered from as a kid, excuse me. So like witchcraft and I never thought about the validity of those ideas. They were probably theorizing about like Stonehenge. I forget what the show was about. I forgot. I don't but anyway, they're probably like theorizing about like Stonehenge or something, or could have been like, um, or like, because sometimes they talk about like different structures and like different people across different continents and how there's like patterns between them and um, just regular conspiracy stuff. Like, I don't know. I adore it. So whatever. Anyway, I dozed off and... For some reason I woke like in like a kind of like a half sleep stupor, but the TV was blaring and I was pissed. Like earlier, um, I told you I was like drinking a tall boy or whatever, like so I was clearly intoxicated because the TV was on blast and immediately I became scared. Um, so I scrambled for the, for the remote. But I was compelled to listen for some reason, and I was like kind of peeking through my eyelashes, I kind of have like long, long eyelashes. And they were showing images and talking about witch doctors on the continent of Africa and Native Americans over here, and like Christians in Europe, and modern sci-fi writers who all have this common theme, this reanimation of dead bodies, humans, birds, otherwise. And because I'm ignorant, um, <laughs> I'm just going to call them zombies because I don't give a fuck. And becoming aware of these recurring themes um, initially scared the hell out of me. Not, well, because the TV was blaring and I was like, what the fuck? And because I was half asleep and um, I began to understand what they were talking about. Um, when I realized what they were talking about, I kind of like jumped up. So um, we have a history through like sharing stories and religion that illustrates part of existence that we often ignore today. So, okay, here's some context maybe. So I'm going to explain this in the best way, but bear with me, please. Cause I, you know, it's hard. Um, 
and as this will most likely we'll probably have to revisit this topic in the future to suss to like suss out the detail the details so instead of thinking of yourself as one entity or just biological matter or just a person put on the earth for like an unknown purpose i want you to reimagine yourself as a computer like a piece of well-designed, highly resilient technology like a iMac Pro that has the ability to tap into um, parts of the world that we only imagine in stories. So the human body, I believe, is an excellent piece of hardware just like the glass and metal composition of the phone that you have in your hand right now. By day, I work in public health, and so I've seen miracles with, with the body. And not only with the body, I've seen miracles with, with the mind, like the human consciousness. And the mind or the consciousness is, um, think of it as like the software or the iOS um, that we download and update periodically. So just to clarify the... Um, the physical technology that we see in the world that we've designed mimics the way that we are designed. And now I don't want to get into discussion about my bias towards the, um, I kind of have like a clockmaker creationist belief, but just know that I'm often open to all of the possibilities um, that we've just, you know, we've been discussing possibility Possibilianism by David Eagleman, a neuroscientist, whose article I've been discussing over the last two weeks. Uh, it was in the New Yorker in 2011. Uh, this article calls, called The Possibilian. And um, so I've been trying to explain my how I kind of how I kind of think about things lately. And um, that I'm open to all possibilities for the configuration of the universe at the end of the day. So moving along, um, not only are we biological pieces of machinery, we are composed largely of water. So if you looked out to space with a special telescope, you may be able to witness the sheer amount of activity happening on the level of, let's say, electromagnetic waves. The same ones that power our homes and give us the convenience of electricity. There's literally a force field around the Earth shielding us from cosmic rays and shit and bonkers ass shit. I know. So, when was the last time you threw a blow dryer in a bathtub while you were in it? Probably never, because that would be crazy. Um, because the two things would negatively interact with each other, right? And in uncontrolled circumstances, the interaction can be fatal, most likely. So are you seeing my point? Our world mimics the world in which, the way in which, excuse me, we are designed. And the water in our bodies is affected by ways, by um, 
in ways that we don't really understand, but in ways um, that could potentially benefit us. And maybe waves themselves, like electromagnetic waves and sonic or other waves that are from space, um, maybe that's the wrong word. Let's say energy or something like to make sure that you get my point. The energy affects us constantly and exists within us and outside of us. We have entire colleges or entire majors in college dedicated to understanding why everything just works. It's weird, isn't it? So I've talked about our bodies. What about the mind? Our brains are composed mainly of electrical signals, synapses that have the ability to transfer information nearly instantaneously. And um, these biological tests, I believe they create waves or waves of energy. Energy interacts with everything, planets, viruses, atoms, what else? Rocks, babies, booty holes, I don't know, everything. Kind of like when you drop a rock into a pond. It doesn't it doesn't just fall into the middle of the body of water. It kind of creates a an effect. We see the patterns everywhere. Do you believe that you actually can make it relevant to your everyday life? I don't know. <laughs> we all well well I guess we already do. We already do to an extent. Your mind or your consciousness and otherwise and your voice those also carry frequencies and frequencies are waves and that's how we measure certain kinds of energies by is giving it a frequency or a measuring the wave measuring the length of the wave like when you turn your radio to like a station that's a, or like a frequency and that's a certain length of a radio wave so when you speak or think negative things those negative things carry a certain frequency that literally affects the world. Your voice, like, it reverberates throughout your body. You just don't realize it because your brain cancels out the sound, but, like, it does. And the, like, the deeper your voice, the more it vibrates and the more, like, care, the more weight it has because the waves are, like, shorter. But, um... So when you speak or think negative things, those things carry a frequency that literally affects the world in a way. So now if I would assume the effect is unrecognizable, but you know, you could assume that it's unrecognizable, but just think about it. It's possible though. And, And over time and with enough energy, theoretically, you can affect the world with your voice and your mind. And I'm not a deeply religious man. But the power of prayer and meditation and Reiki and like directing energies in certain ways. One year, Time Magazine wrote about an article about wrote an article about this, and it spoke about how health outcomes, like for cancer patients, um, over time improved when they had support, affirmed their well-being, and lived in the present moment. So it got me thinking: if we got enough men specifically or people or black men specifically black gay men or men who have sex with other other men because you know we all need help to shift the way that we think and talk about ourselves 
Like we don't even have to do nothing for nobody else. We can be completely selfish and just be like, well, let's just start affirming ourselves and change our own energy. And we don't even have to work about. We don't even have to have to worry about uh, um, worrying about any anyone else. So. Um, you shift the way you think about yourself and talk about yourself. Yourself shift the way that you interact with others to become more positive. Shift the way we speak about the world. Accept the fact that we are not inferior. You have to stop talking down to, about yourself. You have to affirm your greatness, and we're high. And you have to affirm the fact that we are highly advanced beings. And um, I say that because the History Channel also talks about all the time how humans don't have a fossil record. And uh, if you show me a fossil record, I might change my mind, but like a, like a good one, as much as like any other animals. And we don't deserve to be mistreated. You don't deserve to be mistreated. So you are power. It's already, with, it's already within you. The, power, the powers that can try to divide us but um, the powers that be, sorry. Every day, Trump is on some bullshit. <laughs> ooh, ooh, Lord. How are we friends with North Korea? How? I don't get it. Or Russia, mortal enemies. Anyway, um, the powers that be, they try to divide us. But if our foundation comes from a place of authenticity, we are better off no matter our differences. We can just start with ourselves. Affirm yourself. So what the fuck does this have to do with the title of the show, Center of the Sun? I don't know. I don't know. But I want you to activate your spirit. Like, whatever that means to you. And I think it's it's the software of our hardware. Um, upon which our consciousness has been downloaded. Just like any other computer, it only does what you command it. So let that sink in. You are a computer. Just think of yourself as a computer, like a phone. You got to treat yourself like a piece of hardware and you have to treat it right and you have to give it good vibes and good electricity. You can't be giving it no, um, you got to plug it into the right thing. You know how you plug your, how you use a, a gas station charger and the phone is like, no girl, unsupported device, girl. Um, yeah, you have to support your support it with some good waves the Russian internet robots they only want to um, you know don't be a Russian internet robot or some shit only that only does you know what it's told be a conscious being be a king a conscious king you know you must reprogram yourself think of yourself like a computer that needs maintenance every now and then so you're top of the line I'm an I'm, I'm an iMac pro ass bitch that's what I like to call myself Anyway, what computer are you? Huh? You can text me, whichever one. What's your name? What the, what's the name of your computer? What are you gonna call yourself? Oops, I keep hitting the microphone. Let me see, what's the number? Text me. CenterSun21 on Twitter or the lovely cell phone. I got a Blackberry just for my Sunday listeners. Area code 513-289-0474. Text me. 
Uh, it's my second line. It's a secure line. I don't do shit if it's not secure. 513-289-0474. Text me. Text an iMac Pro. What are your thoughts? That just kind of came at a time... Um, I started thinking about that kind of stuff, like consciousness and like the body, like around the solar eclipse, actually. That's why this, that's why I'm so, I'm just like obsessed with stars all of a sudden and like um, solar eclipses and stuff and like how the heavenly bodies like move around and affect us because we are all water, like mostly water. So if the moon can affect the tide the water of those ocean why can it affect that water in our body and if the moon can affect the water in our body why can't we affect our own body and our voice like literally reverberates through our body so like what if we like gave it good vibes and you just started talking better about yourself would you feel better text me 513 289 0474 Secure Sun Secure Sun Thank you for listening sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go. 